Welcome to PortableChicken.com, Shotgun Therapy, episode 13. Lucky number 13. Triska Decapoyo. Hello, Jason. Are um, you decent? Am I decent? Uh, Do you know what we're talking about when we say that uh, you're a hot man of the berry? A hot man of the berry. Oh, <gasps> oh my god. I have no idea this makes it so much better. Jason, you're on the internet right now. You are on the interwebs, and women are ogling you. <laughs> well, this is Jeff, and to my left, we have... The Notorious R.O.B. Chopper Rob. <laughs> no. Chopper Rob? No. Chopper Rob? No. Okay, sometimes Chopper Rob, but usually I, I err on the side of Notorious. Chopper Rob on the air, got it? God damn it. <laughs> and to my right... It's Alex. Alex. Hi, Alex. Alex. Hi, Jeff. Hi. Hey, we have a regular Alex tonight. What? Is there such a thing? <laughs> as close as we get, I guess. Can you please not say funny things while I'm taking a very classy <laughs> sip of my wine? Because I felt the tickle in the back of my nose, I'm By just the way, saying. What type of wine are you drinking tonight? Are we drinking tonight? We are drinking a delightful Argentinian white wine called Tarantes. It's something that um, our dear friend Garrison, you may uh, recall from previous podcasts, he actually introduced me to. And so it is now my duty to introduce others to. It's not too sweet, not too dry. It's like the perfect perfect like mid-level white wine and it's a very young grape it's a 2012 vintage but it's very light very fresh and it, it goes with almost anything a sticker I, like I said before, I detect a bit of citrus in there, but you also detected peach. Peach? It's it's apricot, actually. Apricot? It is apricot. And then I also detected a, just a, a flavor of fresh grass clippings. It's not that they include it, but, you know, you get like, that sort of... Like, no, the, like the scents, like an upper nose yeah, yeah. register kind of... I think it's yeah. because you left the window open and they were mowing. <laughs> <laughs> it feels refreshing. It, um, reminds num, num. Me of, it reminds me of a late spring. The yeah. only thing that I could see on this bottle right now, it says it's Astica. Astica. It is. I, I would be happy to narrate the bottle, but it's very far. I'm not going to grab it. Yeah. No. It's a lot of work. We're, we're extra lazy tonight. It's just the three of us. You it know, is Argentinian, we have, though. We have no fourth chair to boss around tonight. <sighs> Damn it. So one of our own turned internet famous this week. What? Who? One of our own. One of our own. What is that? The the infamous K Dog. <gasps> what is that? I know that picture. AKA I've seen Jason that picture. What is that picture? Was featured this week on uh, on the Barry. <gasps> and and Alex, you found this sucker. How actually, did you? Find somebody this? actually sent me the link. Was so, it Jason? No, it wasn't Jason. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have a few questions about that. I mean, okay, so for everyone that's not familiar with the Barry, the Barry is the offspring of the Chive, which is basically a, a photo site, but. The berry is uh, kind of the feminine version of the chive. It's definitely lady centric. I don't want to say it's feminine, but I want to say it's very girl power. It's lady chive. I think I'm it's okay. okay. With that. You know, like Pinterest. I think we can say Pinterest is primarily female audience. Oh, uh, well, ch- then chi- I'm a chick. Chive is primarily male audience with some female supporters, and the berry was the female or the feminine offshoot of that. So All right. I'll the, allow the it. Shivet. And, uh, <laughs> the technicality, I'll allow uh, it. And I'll let you explain this one, Alex. What's going on here? Um, it is Jason in the. I think it might be one of his uh, band pictures. It is, and he used it as his profile picture on Facebook for a minute. Yeah, with his long hair. And it was featured on HMOTB, which is Hot Men 
of the berry. <gasps> so, <gasps> are you serious? So, so Jason is featured on Hot Men of the Berry, and we don't. I don't think we know if Jason knows yet. Although he has to by now. He's got to. Yeah, oh he's my got god! To. But that, that's amazing. He's looking like a little young Trent Reznor or something going Absolutely. on there. Absolutely. What this is? I'm. <laughs> and he, to think he is the hot man of the berry. <laughs> and to think my only internet claim to fame recently was my burlesque tutorial at Lanny's that I totally rocked BT dubs. <laughs> With uh, feather boa and all. Yeah. yeah. I think his is better though because it is a wider audience. I'm pretty sure only twenty seven people have viewed my video. Who knows how many <laughs> thousands of people have seen this shit? He is Good the, for him. He's on the hot man of the berry. So yeah. I don't really care what Jason thinks about this. I'm just saying we got to make him really internet famous. We got to put in all of our resources. We need, I, we need t-shirts. Yes. We need to make t-shirts of this and, and just even have like, have you seen me on the berry? Or just HMOTB well, underneath his picture on a t-shirt. Let's get him some business cards. The Denver Chive chapter is like really active. We could just contact a few of them and be like, hey. Hey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they do like their t-shirts. <laughs> all we need to do is like Photoshop a Bill Murray on a shirt and I think we're in. Oh that we should put in his band. Uh, the Soul Electric. Yeah, they're should, great. Yeah, we should uh, we should post that on here. Also, we should put um, Bill Murray can crash here everywhere we can because <laughs> the day that he shows up is the day that I could die because I've pretty much done a majority of the pop cultural things on my bucket list. But if I meet Bill Murray, like I could probably die the next day. In other news this week, uh, the Wu Tang Clan is releasing oh, a new Wu-Tang. album. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang killer bees on the swall. And and they're kind of doing like the Prince thing and re- uh, releasing a single copy of an album. And I quote, We're making a single collect single sale collector's item. This is somebody having the scepter of an Egyptian, uh, Egyptian king. And, End quote. And wasn't it Jay-Z money behind this? I don't know. Probably. Jay-Z has all of the monies. <laughs> all right. So here's, here's what I want to know. Okay. So they are doing one copy, one pressing, one copy of this album. That is correct. How, like, who's to say that the the, the lucky bidder, the lucky winner, is not going to then turn around and pirate this motherfucker for everybody in the world to listen to? Oh, they don't Nothing. care about that. They don't care. It's the only album that they're actually going the to make. The only physical album. album. Yeah. yeah, one. There's one out there. Is it going to be on vinyl? Is it going to be on disc? What's it going to be on? I think it's going to be on vinyl. It was a cool box. It's a really cool box. Because I think it's an interesting idea, but at the same time, it kind of defeats the purpose. Because for it to be literally the only copy, regardless of the form that that copy takes... I mean, I respect Wu-Tang for wanting to kind of break the mold when it comes to a release, but come on. J.K. Rawlings did a similar thing not too long ago. She released a a couple of books that were only one printing Mm -hmm. in that Harry Potter universe. And uh, then they said, well, are these going to be leaked anywhere? And I think they were eventually, weren't they? I'm sure. Yeah, but... But, but the point is you get this real specialty physical item, and that's what people care about. <sighs> Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. So Russia, in, in all of their or seizing Crimea and everything else, uh, has also now seized an entire dolphin combat unit. Huh. <laughs> Do they have freaking laser beams attached to their heads? <laughs> Which is the logical conclusion when you hear, oh, there's a dolphin combat unit. I'm just picturing like kittens riding on top of them with lasers coming out of their eyes. Yeah. I requested laser beams attached to their freaking heads. Orcas jumping out of the water and like the dolphins taking a knife and just gutting the orca while it's in midair, you know? Wow. Oh my god. 
First off, dolphins are dicks. <laughs> so <laughs> it only makes sense. They rape people. <laughs> they rape people. But, uh, I mean, the dolphin combat unit is most likely for reconnaissance and mind detection. <laughs> it's like mind detection. So so they don't have combat knives? They're the expendable first wave. Yes. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I punned! Pun I punned! This never happens unintentionally. I'm so proud of myself. We drop back and we punned. Uh, so, yeah, Dolphin Combat Unit, which I guess is not all that uncommon. There's a couple Dolphin Combat Units. The Navy SEALs actually have a SEAL unit. <laughs> I'm huh. sorry, not capital S-E-A-L, but lowercase S-E-A-L? The, the CAPS SEALs have lowercase SEALs. Ow. Okay, did you... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen at home, did you hear that? That was the sound of my mind exploding. Just breaking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Right now, Alex is showing us a picture of a hamster with a, a knife taped to its back. <laughs> it's like, and I have never felt uh, such no, a strong no. urge to leave a room in that's my entire pig. life that's because that's that's just it's a fighting machine. <laughs> you know what that is? That's a waste of kilobytes, right there. That's what that is. Speaking of internet famous, um. Something just blew up in the last couple of days. I don't know if you gentlemen are aware. I feel like as men, it's our duty to be aware of testicular cancer. Are we are we putting socks on our cocks? I, did you see? You saw, apparently. Um, okay, so the last couple of days, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram have all been blowing up with cocks and socks, which is a hashtag um, and a photo tag. <clears throat> That is meant to bring awareness to checking yourself for testicular cancer and encouraging others to do the same. And the pictures, while provocative, are meant to be not so much. Because obviously it's it's mildly to mostly attractive men um, <laughs> with socks covering and their penises. That trend will end thing. very soon, Here's I'm sure. the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Um, Instagram freaked their shit because they thought there was this influx of porn so they completely deleted anybody with that photo tag but then somebody was like um this is for a good cause and you could totally chalk this up to being artistic and for a good cause so they then re you know reestablished those photos put them back online because they realized what was happening but i'm not gonna lie I made the mistake of looking at this link at work, and some of these photographs are totally NSFW. However, much of a good cause it may be for, I was just like, "Glo, that's a lot of sock." Oh man, so so it's all kinds of people just putting a sock on their cock and nothing and, else. I mean, like, check your balls. And, oh my god, and set, you know, posting it, making it public, sending it to everybody to send a statement. And while I applaud the visibility of that. And I applaud the fact that it's for a good cause. At the same time, I'm just like, well, god damn it, some of us don't really feel comfortable putting on just a sock. So good for the rest of you. Oh my god, wait till 4chan gets a hold of this. Uh, man, I'm just waiting for the first person to finally put a sandal on there along with the sock. <laughs> <laughs> Cox, socks, and Birkenstocks. <laughs> oh. Can we make that a thing? But we'll make it for something else. We'll make it for like. I don't know. Lupus. I don't know. Some, <laughs> something. Taint cancer. Taint cancer. <laughs> I just... I, oh, Alex, I just learned so much about you. So, uh, so, so Alex and I did uh, go see the Grand Budapest Hotel last week. <gasps> Budapest. 
which uh, was fantastic. Was it? It's, it I, I have yet to see a bad Wes Anderson movie. It's, it's like Wes Anderson's James Bond. Oh, that sounds delightful. I can't wait to see it. And it also made me want to eat more chocolates. Lots of, it is like a, a pastry. It even uses different aspect ratios for different time periods. Really? So when it's, it switches, uh, yeah, it's a story and a story and a story and a story. And every time it switches time periods, it changes aspect ratios. See, in traffic, Soderbergh used different filters and different little, you know, cinematography tricks to indicate the storylines, but not aspect ratios. And what I find funny about it is it means that anytime you watch it on and any uh, 16 by 9 television, like your average <laughs> HD TV, it's going to have black bars on either side. <laughs> I was going to say, the screen is just going to blow up. It's just going to be like, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be like a regular old school television aspect ratio for most of the movie. But I, I'm okay with that because that's a nice experimental flourish on his part, I yeah, think, it was, it was to really delineate cool. the story. I, I'd say it's in top three Wes Anderson movies, uh, surely. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I I'm putting that in top two. Top two. Oh. Top two. Ooh. What what are the top two for you? For me, it's always going to be it's always going to be Royal Tenenbaums in the number oh, yes. one spot. Fantastic movie. Yeah. But this one takes a number two spot. This is number two for you. Yeah. This is number two. One the uh, character number two. The characters were all of them were quite endearing. Yeah. Um. Like you don't have that one jackass character that uh, everybody hates. Although. Uh, 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 Ralph comes real close to. Him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Rafe. 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 Rafe finds. Rafe. Rafe finds. Because you know he's European. That's how they do it. His name's Rafe. Rafe. Dollarhead. Okay. <laughs> do you see Voldemort? Do you see Voldemort? Rafe. <laughs> do you see? Um, yeah, I don't. I'm gonna have to watch it again. I, I think that uh, it's at least top three because mm. I like Tonobams. I love Fantastic Mr. Fox in a way I shouldn't. Tonobams is still number one, but and this is at least number three. But I'll have to watch a couple more times. And I always want to return to Moonrise Kingdom. I like that movie a lot, but I haven't really gotten the gusto to kind of watch it repeatedly. It's 3. still 5. so new, though. It's still so new that it doesn't lend itself to repeat viewings the way that you know his earlier works do because they've been out for so much longer. Moonrise Kingdom. It's still too new to really have that appreciation behind it, I think. I I never really had a problem with his movies that way. I, I will watch them repeatedly when they come out. Mm-hmm. And, and Moonrise Kingdom, I've got at the house. Mm-hmm. And I, I've watched it halfway through a second time, and I haven't really re- revisited. Moonrise was his perfect diorama. Like, he, he, he had everything in there just right. The lighting, the uh, the sets... But it wasn't his most daring piece, and I think this one was just him having an adventure. Yeah, Moonrise Kingdom kind of had that feeling of, of you really felt like you're watching a stage play, and this one is. It was very, uh, it was very ambitious of uh, of West to uh, to even do the multiple formats, but also to choose the hotel in different time periods. Yeah, I think yeah. we should go see it again. I think this one definitely requires a second movie. Okay, I want to go this time. Yeah, let's let's get you in there because I heart me some West. It's good. Um, a dear friend of mine put on Facebook um, that she, the only thing that she dislikes about Wes Anderson is the fact that she is not capable of living inside a Wes Anderson film. Oh, God. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. That might be a bit much. <laughs> it might be a bit much, but you know what? It spoke to the, the cinema geek in me, so I was okay with that. Oh, my I God. think we should call somebody and boss them around. Yeah, we could do that. That must be Nate, because I hear the familiar twang of country music. Wait, wait. I'm hearing. Smelling. Nashville? 
Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Ahoy, ahoy. National Nate. Hello. What's going on, brother? Okay, Nate. Where you at? We are at Alibis in Littleton, Colorado. Ain't no alibi. Okay. Yes. So where we are. That would be. We have a mission for you. You ready? Okay. We need your bartender to come up with ingredients to a drink called the Travis Tritt. <laughs> okay, so there is no Travis Tritt right now. We are making a new drink. Correct. Correct. Well, we are going to talk to our friend Coco, who is our... Uh, so I'm thinking, much bourbon. I'm thinking of Travis Tritt. Definitely needs, uh, definitely needs some sort of whiskey in it. So... We have Coco working on a shot of Travis Tritt. It will be a shot, not a drink. As as it should be. <laughs> so I'm getting a little scared because um, so far we have McGillicuddy's apple pie. And some... Uh, it's a little... Like Maker's Mark. It's a little taste of Americana. Of course, Maker's Mark. That sounds delightful. Of course. BT Dev. So, so you're having some apple pie before you get shot by Travis Tritt. <laughs> yeah. A taste of Americana, if you will. That is the American story. <laughs> Nate, are you scared? Okay, this is this is like three different colors. Uh huh. Um, is it layered? Is it layered? It, it's kind of layered. It's red on the bottom mm-hmm. and clear on top. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's um, awesome. The, the gentleman running karaoke just walked by and said, "Good luck with that." Nice, <laughs> nice. That's how you know you so, did it right. Coco, can you explain to these gentlemen what is going on? Yeah, with yeah. This Put her on the phone. Let her, let her say okay, what it is. Here you go. So the Travis shot. He likes whiskey, so I based it with some makers. All right. Fireball in it, apple fucker. Then uh, shook it up, and I sunk some vanity into the bottom, so it's kind of layered like a red and green. Ooh, that sounds wow. delicious. Ooh, Actually, ooh, nice. Uh, if we come down there, we're going to have to have one of those. So remember it. All right, I will. Giggity. <laughs> Thanks, Yay. Coco. Thanks, Coco. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, Nate. All right, gentlemen. All right. Over the lips, past gums. Hello. Look out. Travis Tritt, here I come. All right, here it goes. Wow. It's like your mom's apple pie with whiskey in it. Oh, my goodness. That is my mom's apple pie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, funny side note. Um, Maybe not funny, but darkly funny. Um, So in December... My office building, the building where I work, not my actual office, but our building caught on fire. One of the, what? One of the cooling <laughs> units exploded above the parking garage. The cooling unit had one job. Right? One job. Oh, it failed. Cool the building. It's like, no, I'll burn you down. It failed. I'm so, sick of cooling you motherfuckers off. I'm done. Done, bitch. <laughs> so, you know, of course, the alarms go off. We figure it's a drill. I put on my fucking fire warden hat, and we all traipse outside. Oh, they bitching, make you do the fire bitching, warden bitching. hats? I, I love am, those. You, I am you the are? fire warden. You're the fire warden. So, bitching, bitching, bitching the whole way. We get outside. Thankfully, we're the ground floor corner suite, because we get outside, and we go... There are columns of black smoke coming from our building. This is not a drill. Get the <laughs> fuck away, right? 
So then we get away, you know, they call us back in eventually and they were able to blow all the smoke out of the building. You know, there was, there was no damage really done except in the area where that happened and the suites immediately adjacent to it inside the building. We were fine, of course, and everybody's calling to make sure we're okay, which is sweet. Um, a dear friend of mine posts on my Facebook page after I was tagged by one of my coworkers in the photos of the, of the aftermath. Um, I guess I need to find a new supplier because clearly Drones RS isn't cutting it. (laughs) Glad to see you're okay. And I'm just like, you motherfucker. (laughs) When the fire starts to burn. Right? (laughs) Starts to spread. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So those are the kind of people I surround myself with. The the ones who pretend to send drones to ensure my demise. I I just think it's great that you guys have like the fire warden hat. Is it it an actual hat you have to put on? It is. uh, For those of you who are not Facebook friends with me, you should be. It is my profile picture. It is a disgusting shade of red. You cannot miss it for miles. So uh, I've been in a few groups where we've had to set up like the whole fire drill system and you have like the fire warden or team or group leader or mm-hmm. whatever else. I it's keep, myself and 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 uh, one of my colleagues. Yeah. I, I keep thinking we should also set up some other roles to it's it. It's not plastic, yes. it's cloth. Um, no, it's not that terrible. Oh, you don't have you don't have the hard hat. You've got the uh, the ball cap. Just pull up my Facebook and you'll no, see a picture is, of me wearing it. So so there's the fire warden hat. I keep thinking you should also have like, you know, who's the press secretary or like the like PR? Like who's oh, well, allowed we to talk to have, press? We do have a communication and marketing manager, so she's essentially our press secretary. Does she also get a hat when you leave the building for a fire? No, but she should because she, she totally, totally should. she totally was the one who was uploading all the photos of what was happening and then a Fox affiliate in Colorado Springs picked up the picture. Um, because they saw it and they thought it was breaking news and I'm like we're all fine but they were like whatever we're a Fox affiliate we like sensationalism there's a fire in downtown Denver here's a picture of a fire here's Edward Scissorhands here's a penis cover up (laughs) right right Of course, this was before all that shit went down, but you know what I'm saying. We, we, sent, we sent one drone out to kill Chopper Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it all along. So Rob whips on that fire warden hat, wanders outside. Funny story. I got ridiculously intoxicated the night before. So when the fire alarms went off, I was like, God. Damn it, this is not helping my hangover. <laughs> and of course, because we thought it was a drill, I was super bitter and until, like I said, we got outside. But the night before, oh child, that was you would have seen a side of Chopper Rob that few people have seen. Chopper Rob is so hot, the air conditioning unit is building just catches all the flame. <laughs> I'm done! <laughs> if oh only. My. Look if... at that fire warden. I can't cool this place down. It's just too hot. I think I've got a case of the vapors. <laughs> I'm if... trying to cool it down, but oh, it's hot in here. <laughs> if only. So it used to be. This, uh... I'm gonna light you on fire, which is a shame because you know. So north it's... of Colorado, in the middle of nowhere, there's this little uh, like town called Torrington, Wyoming. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but like... that's not north of Colorado. That's I said, Wyoming. Sorry, north of Colorado. Oh, north of north of Colorado. Colorado. Uh, so north of Colorado, there's this uh, little town called Torrington, Wyoming. And in Torrington, like the highlights are like the Taco John's kind of thing going on. Uh, but they do have one restaurant which I find amazing, which is called Jose Paisano's, which is an Italian Mexican experience. I've heard <laughs> of that actually. That's a funny thing. Like, it's like I would like uh, enchiladas with a side of spaghetti and one meatball on top of my uh, burrito. 
And uh, do you have any of that uh, lasagna? They actually do have what is it? Uh, a Mexican version of lasagna, don't they? Mexican? Yes, yeah. It's I mean, it's totally it's totally confusing, and it's it's actually uh, Italian Mexican fusion, if I recall correctly. Oh my god! I Pizza. want to go taco fusion. <laughs> I want a spaghetti taco. Seriously? I want two spaghetti tacos. And, I uh, want to go there. Extra meatballs. Uh, go ahead and uh, you know. Top that off with some marinara. I would like uh, the spaghetti. I would like an enchisagna, please. <laughs> enchisagna. It's like I'd, layers. It's got manicotti on sauce. top of it. Hey, uh, hey, could you give me one of them green chili raviolis? With linguine. <laughs> oh, my God. This sounds amazing. When can we go? I want some linguine with some chorizo. <laughs> chorizo. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not fucking around. Yeah, right? whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang on. If we go, are we going to drink margaritas or wine? Th- I'm really confused. We're going to drink wineritas? Wineritas, <laughs> yes! I, I keep thinking like it has to have like some margarita with like something with anise in it. Like, a, like, a, <laughs> like what is it they drink in Italy? It's gonna be, or like, maybe like a limoncello with some other stuff. I like some anise in my, uh, in my wine, please. I keep thinking ouzo, but ouzo is a Grecian thing, right? Like, it is. But, yes, like, it an ouzo margarita. An ouzarita? An ouzarita. A margaritas? What do they drink in Italy that has anise in it? It's like, <sighs> they have to have something. Every, every fucking country in Europe seems to have like their absinthe tasting I actually have a friend we can call for that he just spent like six months over he sure did we'll we'll have to figure that out because you know there is something there right oh yeah there's gotta be something some sort of grappa base those people like to drink throughout the day yeah like especially southern Italy like what they do is they they uh, they have a meal in breakfast, they don't really have breakfast food. They just have like you know a meal, and it's usually like you know a bagel or something very simple. A bagel, a bagel. <laughs> um, so you mean some kind bagel? of pastry? And uh, I'll never know. They'll have that with coffee, and then their next meal, they have like a little like in between lunch meal that they have. That usually involves pasta or something, and then they'll have wine with that. And then, like, throughout the day, you just, like, they eat, like, six times a day. And then they usually have either coffee or wine with it. That's that's what I, I want do. to move to and Italy. And now they're going to have to have some tequila <laughs> and, like, and an incha, uh, what was it, an inchazagna? An <laughs> Everything is closed from, like, three to, like, five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, they, like, everybody just, like, goes and naps and, like, you know, sleeps off all this. I want to go like, to like, there. Right? I either want to go to there or to the Denmark. Maybe we should call up Jose Paisanos and ask if they want a franchise to Denver. Yes. <laughs> like, no, they we, go we over can, big here. We can I institute think. like a nap time. Oh my god. <laughs> did you see did you see what they uh, added over they by uh nice. over by the Great Wall at uh, the Chinese restaurant right next door to yes. me? No, did what do they got? They, it, it's now an Asian bistro called Pepper. Oh, yeah, no, there's one right over here. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that's kind of weird. We've had like these blue awnings in Greek town. All of a sudden, there's like this modern sign that just says "Pepper," a Chinese experience. Like, really? <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure? I think I actually to... one of the funniest names I, I've seen. Uh, if you keep going down Colorado, there is a Chinese restaurant called Ho Me. Yeah, there's Ho Me. I got one better. Never been there. I got one but better. Somebody's got to tell me how it is. Is it, a is it Jackie sloppy? Chan? Is it a little? I got one better. There is that up in Westminster. There is the Jackie Chan Chinese yep. Kitchen, but also at Sixth and Santa Fe, it used to be one of those dollar twenty five. It used to be one of those dollar twenty five a scoop places. It is now a fusion place. I shit you not. It is the Fa China House. The Fa China House. Fa China. 
Uh, are you it into the Fletcher? It pleases me in ways I never thought a restaurant name was possible. I'm glad at least we're moving away from every city having a fucking. Oh yeah, no, we you know? fuck fucking. Yeah, we have but, a fuck China. China house. It's pretty awesome. Like, <laughs> hey, do you want to go dine for China? It's like, do you want to go to the fucking? No, I want to go to fuck China. I really feel more like hey, a man. vagina. Hello? Hey, you got the stuff? What's up? What you looking for? Cocaine? Tell me what you want. Oh, baby, you know what we looking for. You need to hand it over. We looking for the spray paint. We're going to hop it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, right now, I'm all out of stock with drugs, but I could help you out with, like... Some sex workers. I got some. I got some. Got some people lined up. You have sex workers that are on drugs? Cause we could use a couple of those. Do you have sex workers with spray paint? Cause I could get creative. Yeah, if she spray painted gold, I could just huff her shoulder or something. We want some glitter in her nose. You know you what I mean? You got the touch, but he touched it too much. A Hago member. Hago member. Listen, guys, I have cheetah bag. I have books to read. I got to go. All right, fine. <laughs> Atta fine. girl, you stay strong. I'm, I'm, I'm the fucking Lance Armstrong of it. Oh no, wait. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> each and every single one of you. Have you seen the guy who bought all the uh, the animatronics from Showbiz Pizza? Oh my god, yes. Have you seen this? The Rockabilly... You know what I'm no, talking about, right? The, I, I do know rock- what you're talking about as, in terms of showbiz pizza, but I didn't realize somebody had... The, the Rockabilly explosion. This guy bought an entire animatronics band from showbiz. He just put it up in like a little storage area. Mm-hmm. And he actually sets it up to new... He programs them so they give new performances to new songs. <gasps> oh, gangsta rap! I want to go to there, like, now. Um, yeah, we should YouTube some of those videos later. It's, oh, come it's, it's on. Awesome. Really? Yeah, no, he, he bought the entire setup. He learned how to program them, and so he actually maintains, like, an existing, still still out there, Rockabilly Explosion from Showbiz Pizza, which later got bought out by Chunky Cheese. Right. Um, he, he still owns it and still puts it together so they do new songs. This is breathtaking. With, with the animatronics. There's one, uh, the Aquabats shot a video with him. Yeah. <laughs> I miss the Aquabats. Anyway. But, so that exists. <laughs> well. Uh, in local news. In local news. In local news. Casa Bonita turned 40 this week. They did. <laughs> Casa Bonita, for uh, everyone out there that is not familiar with Casa Bonita, uh, became... Oh, please. Who isn't at this point? Thank you, South Park. You'd be surprised. The South Park episode is infamous, and it's, it's a few <laughs> years old now. Uh, but a lot of people believe it's not real, still, to this day. What? They believe that uh, it was just this made-up place in South we Park. We have to do a live podcast The Disneyland of Mexican restaurants, as they say in South, South Park. We have to broadcast live from there at some point. Prove to them that this shit <laughs> cannot be made up. It is that breathtakingly bizarre, and we love it. So, so to kind of give a rundown of what Casa Bonita is, it is a, uh, it is a throwback of the 70s as far as a theme restaurant. And uh, again, South Park referred to it as the Disneyland of Mexican restaurants. I agree. Amen. It in- includes terrible food. Um uh, <laughs> Well, I, wouldn't, nope. I wouldn't say let's, terrible. Let's you have to be very specific. Yet. Be very specific about you, what you order there, and you'll be fine. But a fantastic restaurant. So uh, fantastic. On Colfax, just like every 
everything else that's weird in Denver. Caspina is uh, is mostly just stucco, and it looks like it's done like old school Disney World. We're, I'm talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean waiting line, sort of. Oh, oh yeah. my god, it's like oh, Pirates the of the Caribbean. Rock, it's like rock. Pirates of the Caribbean sailed to Mexico and decided to open a restaurant. That's perfect. That's the best explanation ever. It, it even has the line like a Disneyland ride, the like, furbling to, line. Yeah, just yep. like you know, the, you got uh, the ropes. You got to like follow yeah. the maze to get in. And then you get in, and there's this this huge waterfall. Uh, it's about three stories tall, four uh, stories. I want to say it's three. two, two and a half, no, it's, maybe. It's more, I don't it's think it's quite two. three. It's more than two. Is it? Yeah. It doesn't seem that way. Anyway, you should Google Force it. Force perspective, there, I guess. There's pictures online, but they have cliff divers. They have the worst stage shows ever ever put on, including gorillas, western wear, and uh, somebody always ends up getting pushed off the cliff. They've At got, least uh, once. They've got Black Bart's Cave, which is just frightening if you're a child absolutely frightening but hilarious as an adult because then you can hide in all the like crevices and wait for the children and then just pop out and be like welcome to my nightmare because I, that's what people did to me when I was a kid I do that to, to friends now <laughs> like I, I will still go because you're while. a bastard jump hey hey I mean and, that in the nicest possible way ball. so much ski ball all of the ski ball and all of the Mortal Kombat they have a full arcade but my favorite part are the you know grown up games that you can completely laugh at a small child who thinks they can take you in Mortal Kombat and I'm like Sub-Zero! <laughs> there's, there's just so many different environments and it's just so insane to go into to Caspinita. Oh my god. Oh, we don't got... forget the creepy-ass uh, marionette show. Oh god. Also, do not forget the creepy-ass mariachi band that will follow you around despite I, your protest. Uh, However, they do have magnificent margaritas and sopapillas. Yeah, they do have alcohol which does help a little bit. Yeah, uh, a although, lot bit. Although, uh, and, and you have to buy food. You can't just go in. You have to buy food. The food is a essentially your ticket to go see the show so you go buy the food and you you soak it up basically it is it's in crazy like 70s culture giant fountain out front looks like some sort of like weird hacienda church thing going on but what's crazy is that once you're inside and i've been there i can't even tell you how many times over the years and there are so many layers and so many levels and so many nooks and so many crannies you can go from cave to like dining area to to like a formal governor's dining area you forget and then you go in there and you're like i don't think i've ever seen this part of the restaurant before because it literally is that big i want to know no, I've never seen a sign in there, and maybe I haven't looked closely enough. What the you know the fire code maximum occupancy is? Because I'm literally curious how many people you could fit. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a lot. A and B. I want to make a point to like search that place from fucking top to bottom and just make sure I see everything so that I am no longer surprised when I walk around the corner and some asshole in character comes out from behind there and you is get all jumped like jumped on by the gorilla and black bard at the same time. I'm just time. like, you know, you're not supposed to be back here and I'm like, well, I would know that if this weren't a fucking, you know, zoo. <laughs> we need to dress up as a militia. <laughs> militia. Zapata! <laughs> we are the rebels. <laughs> oh my god. You, you go in, run and like, get some cap guns. <laughs> which, is, which is what Black Bart is packing, so I'm pretty sure you could take him out. I wonder if anyone would freak out with cap guns in Casa Bonita. They'd probably just think it was completely normal. Well, they think it was part of the show, because so that's what Black Bart uses. So long as you have the orange cap and everybody knows, I think you're going to be alright. <laughs> So don't yeah. go in there with a fake Uzi. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that we go in there, we dress up like the militia. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, it's it's crazy just because it's such such a throwback and like it feels like you are being time warped back to like 1975 or it something. It takes like that. me back to when I was a kid and going there for the first couple of times and thinking that it was the coolest place ever because I had never seen anything like it outside of say a Disneyland, a Disney World, you know, Universal, MG, you know, all that shit. It really just, for me, 
you know, first moving out here when I was like 10, 11 years old, thinking to myself, dear God, this can't be real, but it is. And then you get older and you have that nostalgic appreciation of it, even though you're, you realize, you know, itemized everything that is wrong oh, with yeah. it. I, I will just go to play like skee-ball and feed Big Bertha. Like, the Big Bertha game is is just gross. It's like this, this stuffed like Muppet Big Bertha made out of God knows what, and and you are supposed to throw these little balls in her mouth. So you just and she gobbles them. So you're just supposed to like throw them in her mouth. But you it's so like hungry, many, hungry hippos, but pornographic. With those strange like, where, it looks like the Wendy's like sign lady Wendy herself off of the Wendy's restaurants <gasps> it ate too does. much food and just got pinned to the wall so like, she ate at Wendy's it, it kind of does look like her disease. now that you mention it <laughs> right and we've come full circle heart don't disease, let this happen to killer. you the editorial staff of portablechicken.com would like to make a small correction the band previously referred to as Rockabilly Explosion is in fact Rockafire Explosion. And we recommend you check out the video of Shakira's Hips Don't Lie. Oh, it's it's magnificent. It will change your life. And may I just say for the record that Rockabilly, Rockafire, arose by any other name. Come on, this shit is awesome. Yeah. I don't care what you call it. I love that there's just like a shed with these animals in it. And like the Aquabats did a video breaking into it. It's... I, I want to go to there and I want them <laughs> to put on a show for us. Everyone's childhood is like slowly melting down. We have Casa Bonita, we've got Showbiz Pizza, we have Chuck E. Cheese, the rat is now a mouse, because that's less creepy in a pizza joint? Slightly. Because, you know, mice are cute. Rats are just like, oh, rats! <laughs> I don't know. Not like know. rats at two. And then all, for all those people <laughs> right. who were raised in them, we now have like Dave and Buster's, which is kind of going the way of the dodo. And then we have. Can uh, I just say, though, um, it's wicked smart of places like the One Up. Well, to, that's what I mean, yeah. Like, to, now we're, to come in and, and have all the old school, like, they have the old school arcade games and the pinball games and the Pac-Man yep, and the, yep. all that. But no game in there is more than 50 cents a play, which is like it used to be. And yeah. I think that's so smart because all these, you know, Dave and Buster's kind of places. But you're, you're paying like five bucks to play Pac-Man at Dave and Buster's. Right. Yeah. Like the, the one Whereas up, the two up. And, and yeah. this has been, been, I guess, kind of a national trend is that you're starting to see it creep up in more cities where you have just an arcade bar where it's I like call 25 them, cents. I call them a barcade, A if barcade. You will, if nice. You will. Nice. Patented. Patent pending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's it's an amazing setup. I love that you can just go play video games and rock out, and yeah, it's great. So my old uh, my old film uh, film teacher in high school was Mr. Munch at a Chuck E. Cheese. He was the manager of a Chuck E. Cheese, and one day he kind of flipped his shit, and he grabbed this kid, pushed wait, wait, him wait, against... Was this while he was a film teacher? No, no, no. Oh, that's, that's, that's even, I'm, I'm just picturing like this film teacher like moonlighting at night. It's like, no, I'm secretly Mr. Mr. Munch. Munch. You know? <laughs> Mr. Munch, by the that's way. That's a movie of the week waiting to happen. <laughs> I was Mr. Munch. <laughs> He's like their Barney uh, Barney clone, big fuzzy purple monster. Maybe the Chuck E. Cheese equivalent to the Grimace. Okay, okay. Anyways, so he was in the manager costume and this kid was just uh, being a holy terror. So he grabs a kid, shoves him against the wall. Wait, no, no, I'm telling the story wrong. No. <laughs> Thank so, God no, wait, for the miracle wait. of it was, editing. It was the kid that shoved him against the wall. <laughs> it's the miracle of editing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I bless this new technology wherein people can sound more cogent. <sighs> no, no, no. Actually, he, he was the manager. Mr. Munch. Mr. Munch was, the, uh, was his employee who just flipped his shit. 
and then he shoves a kid against Wait, the wall. Wait, so this happened while you were in school, or this happened to some random kid? Or did he tell this during film class? He told this during film class. I would okay, totally, yeah, now we're all on the same do. page. Right. We're all on the same page. <laughs> okay, so he's a manager at the Chuck E. Cheese. Mr. Munch was uh, was one of their employees who flipped his shit, shoved a kid against the wall, and he said, <laughs> Quit fucking punching the rest of the cast! And then the, the parents are looking at him... Uh, Parents are looking at Mr. Munch like he's the craziest. And then uh, he walks up and he hands the kid like 50, uh, 50 tokens. He's just, just, just go do your thing. Like, listen, kid, here's some, here's some tokens. I'm buying you off. <laughs> don't tell your parents. Your parents. Yeah, forget. I'll buy you. Uh, do you know what? Have some tickets. Do you want, do you want tokens? <laughs> <laughs> it's all I've got. It's all they give me to bargain with. All See? I have is tokens. The only See? levers I've got is that. Your kid will be happier. Shut up. See? <laughs> He's badly injured. He's a, he's a whippersnapper. They heal fast. They heal really fast. I really wish so, all Chuck E. Cheese experiences could be neo noir. Anyway, so so obviously he never had the Disney training where like if you're punched in the gut, you just never break character. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do have a family member who's in the, in the Disney cast right now. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's uh, one of the singers in the Tiki 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 Room. Oh, I used to love. And the how tiki much room. does he hate his life? He loves it. He's sitting oh. frozen every day in the car because I think he's Good trying to him. get into the uh, uh, into that uh, particular uh, parade show. You, you know, it's sad. The very first time I ever went to Disney World, the Tiki Room was my very favorite thing. The very first time <laughs> I, kept I have going no back. I have no memory of this, but um, apparently, the very first time I went to Walt Disney World, I was four years old. And I stood on a rock, kind of somewhere in the middle of the park. This is all secondhand. I have no recollection of this. But so, apparently, so you as a little kid are about the equivalent of Rob Blackout drunk now, right? Like, you were a little kid, and you're like, I don't remember this, but apparently you did it. <laughs> we'll go with that. So, <laughs> so it's like your childhood was like a Friday night. So I'm st- <laughs> kidding. Last not just, Friday night. I was going to say maybe last Friday last night, Friday but not this night. Friday night. So I'm standing on a rock overlooking this lake somewhere near the castle and apparently I just stretch out my arms and I say someday all of this will be mine (laughs) (laughs) and I am waiting for that shit to happen because I would be (laughs) you go down a staircase you find the frozen Walt Disney and Beauty's like son I've been waiting for someone to unfreeze me for years. Now, this is all yours. And then I put him back under so I can make sure that I have everything I'm supposed to. You're like, sign the deed, no witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) I I have no recollection of this, but you know what? It sounds like me as a kid. I was a right bastard as a kid. I was very precocious and very... I never got in trouble for fighting or, like, causing trouble or, like, breaking shit or anything like that. I always got in trouble for running my damn mouth. You just tried to annex Disney World. That, too. <laughs> like, no, nope, I claim this. I own this now. This haunted mansion is mine. Didn't you hear? This Hall of Presidents is mine. Didn't you hear? The Sex Calibur is mine. <laughs> tiki Room, mine. Pirates Caribbean, No, mine. I would give you Tiki Room. Oh, thank you. Because I know you heart that. I do love Alex, Tiki Room. Alex, what do you like? Well, we'll give you that. Okay, my favorite memory from Disney World was meeting Britney Spears. Okay. And uh, bumming a cigarette from Real Big Fish. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then conspiring with them to form a plan to kidnap her and take her to Peter Pan's island. I'm sorry. As somebody who is seeing Britney Spears in a month and a half, I want every pointer I can get from you because if I meet her, I may or may not geek out and revert to my teenage self and faint a bit. She was actually very cordial. You, you know, know, you've had a plot to kidnap so many people. <laughs> I, I, was ex- I was expecting last Thursday that I was going to get a phone call from you like, hey, Lord's in my trunk. 
<laughs> no, no, she no. was in town. She was in town. Te- and she was down the street, so it's like oh. she was in technically town. speaking. We I would have given her since. I would have given you the phone call saying I'm in Lord's trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a trunk right now. Hold on, I'm going to New Zealand. Wait, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> You can't stop the rob. Can't stop the rob. You can't stop the rob. Can't stop the rob. You can't stop. Shake my paranoia. Shake my paranoia. Oh crap! I heart every single fucking one of you. You deserve every lyric. <laughs> so, with that, from an undisclosed location somewhere in Denver, Colorado, that's episode 13. Lucky number 13, cast your bets, bitches. Trista Decapoyo. Everyone, good night. Night. Nighty night. And we're in early spring, so I'll take it. You guys Shot were almost like synchronized in your mm-hmm's. It was kind of... Ooh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was so epic. I don't think you could do it again if you tried. I was hiding under your porch because I love you. I literally go, every fucking time I watch that movie, when he says that, I go... So what you do is you put your cocks in your socks. We were talking about while it you try and beat Fox. No, because <laughs> he would be able to do both. That's not fair. That is not fair. It's, it's the best Dr. Seuss book ever written. It's like cocks and socks. God damn it, ladies and gentlemen. Here at Portable Chicken, we'd like to bring your attention to perineum cancer. Every year, I thought that tanning my perineum was just normal. Oh my god, this is happening. I was looking in a mirror. And all of a sudden, there it was. It was a spot. Not just a regular spot. No, no. I thought, tain a problem. <laughs> oh my god, get out! Showbiz pizza. Not There's no pizza like, like show pizza, pizza like no pizza. I know. Get out of my brain! Get out of my brain. Okay, that happened. And remember, apply liberal amounts of sunscreen on your taint. Mm.